Canto 7, Chapter 7, and today our focus will be on text number 21. Yesterday, His Holiness uh, Vedvyas Priya Maharaj, because he did the initiation class, so um, so I'll take off from where uh, the earlier speaker had covered, which is 1920 he had covered, so I'll take on text 21 today. Okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaivanarotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayamudhirayet Nashta Prayeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavatir Naishtiki Krishnaya Vasudevaya Devaki Nandanayacha Nanda Gopakumaraya Govindaya Namonamaha So text 21 goes as follows. Svarnam yatha gravasuhemakaraha Svarnam yatha gravasuhemakaraha Svarnam yatha gravasuhemakaraha Shetre shuyoga is tad abhignapunat Shetre shuyoga is tad abhignapunat Shetre Shuyoga is tad abhignyapyunat. Shetre Shudehe Shutatma Yogair. Shetre Shudehe Shutatma Yogair. Adhyatma vid Brahma Gatim Labheta Adhyatma vid Brahma Gatim Labheta Adhyatma vid Brahma Gatim Labheta Swarnam Yatagra Vasuhema Karaha Shetre Shuyoga is tad abhignapyunat. Shetre Shudehe Shutatma Yogair. Adhyatma vid Brahma Gatim Labheta. Adhyatma vid Brahma Gatim Labheta. 
स्वर्णम यथाग्रावसुहेमकार क्षेत्रु योगस्तुनिया क्षेत्रु देहेशु तथात्मोगध्यात्म विद्रह्म गतिम लभेत स्वर्णम यथाग्रावसुहेमकार क्षेत्रु योगस्तुनिया क्षेत्रु देहेशु तथात्मोगध्यात्म विद्रह्म गतिम लभेत स्वर्णम यथाग्रावसुहेमकार क्षेत्रु योगस्तुनियाेत्रु देहेशु तथात्मोगध्यात्म विद्रह्म गतिम लभेत स्वर्णम यथाग्रावसुहेमकार क्षेत्रु योगस्तुनियाेत्रु देहेशु तथात्मोगध्यात्म विद्रह्म गतिम लभेत थैंक यू प्रभु स्वर्णम यथाग्रावसुहेमकार क्षेत्रु योगस्तुनाषु देहेशु तथात्मोगध्यात्म विद्रह्म गतिम लभेत माताजी स्वर्णम यथाग्रावसुहेमकार क्षेत्रु योगस्तुनियाेत्रु देहेशु तथात्मोगध्यात्म विद्रह्म गतिम लभेत स्वर्णम गोल्ड यथा just as gravasu in the stones of gold ore hemakarah the expert who knows about gold kshetreshu in the gold mines yogai by various processes tad abhigna an expert who can understand where gold is आपनुयात 
very easily obtains kshetreshu within the material fields deheshu the human bodies and all the rest of the 8.4 million different bodily forms tatha similarly atma yogai by spiritual processes adhyatma vit one who is expert in understanding the distinction between spirit and matter brahma gatim perfection in spiritual life labheta may obtain translation an expert geologist can understand where there is gold an expert geologist can understand where there is gold and by various processes can extract it from the gold ore similarly a spiritually advanced person can understand how the spiritual particle exists within the body and thus by cultivating spiritual knowledge he can attain perfection in spiritual life however as one who is not expert cannot understand where there is gold a foolish person who has not cultivated spiritual knowledge cannot understand how the spirit exists within the body purport by his divine grace shila ac bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupada ki jai here is a very good example concerning spiritual understanding foolish rascals including so called gnanis philosophers and scientists cannot understand the existence of the soul within the body because why because they are lacking in spiritual knowledge that is why they cannot understand the vedas enjoin tad vignyartham sa gurum evabhi gacchet to understand spiritual knowledge one must approach a bona fide spiritual master unless one has been trained unless one has been trained in geology one cannot detect gold in stone similarly unless one has been trained by a spiritual master he cannot understand what is spirit and what is matter here it is said yogais tad abhignya this indicates that one who has connected himself one who has connected himself with spiritual knowledge can understand that there is a spirit soul within the body however one who is an who is an animalistic conception of life and has no spiritual culture cannot understand as an expert mineralog mineralogist or geologist can understand where there is gold and can then invest his money to dig there and chemically separate the gold from the ore and expert spiritualist can understand where the soul is within matter one who has not been trained 
cannot distinguish between gold and stone. Similarly, fools and rascals who have not learned from an expert spiritual master what is soul and what is matter cannot understand the existence of the soul within the body. To understand such knowledge, one must be trained in the mystic yoga system or finally in the bhakti yoga system. As stated in Bhagavad Gita 18.55, Bhaktiamam Abhijanati. Unless one takes shelter of the Bhakti Yoga process, one cannot understand the existence of the soul within the body. Therefore, Bhagavad Gita begins by teaching Dehinosmin Yatha Dehe Kaumaram Yavanam Jara Tatha Dehantara Praptir Dhiras Tatranamuhyati. As the embodied soul continuously passes in this body from boyhood to youth to old age, the soul similarly passes into another body at death. The self-realized soul is not bewildered by such a change. Bhagavad Gita 2.13 Thus, the first instruction is that one should understand that the soul is within the body. That is the first instruction. And that the soul is transmigrating from one body to another. This is the beginning of spiritual knowledge. Beginning of spiritual knowledge. Any person who is not expert in understanding this science or is unwilling to understand it remains in the bodily conception of life or the animalistic conception of life as confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam Yashyatma Buddhi Kun Ape Tridhatuke Sa Eva Gokharaha Every member of human society should clearly understand the instructions of Bhagavad Gita for only in this way can one be spiritually elevated and automatically give up the false illusory knowledge by which one thinks I am this body and everything belongs belonging to this body is mine. Aham Mameti. This doggish conception should be rejected immediately. One should be prepared to understand the spirit soul and the supreme spirit, God, who are eternally related. Thus one may return home back to Godhead, having solved all the problems of life. Very interesting purport by Prabhupada. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakhaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Tadati Svapadantikam Mukham Karoti Vachalam Panghum Langhayate Girim Yatkripatam Mahambande Sri Guru Dinatarinam Vanchakal Pataru Bhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhyayevacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Namaha Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare As an expert geologist can understand where there is gold and by various processes can extract it from the gold ore, similarly a spiritually advanced person can understand how the 
spiritual particle exists within the body and thus by cultivating spiritual knowledge he can attain perfection in spiritual life. However, as one who is not expert cannot understand where there is gold, a foolish person who has not cultivated spiritual knowledge cannot understand how the spirit exists within the body. So, this is a continuation of what Prahlad Maharaj learnt in his womb from Narad Muni. When Narad Muni was speaking to his mother, Narad Muni's only business is to give spiritual knowledge. Narad Muni doesn't have any other agenda, right? And whoever he sees, he wants to deliver. In this case, Narad Muni is speaking to Kayadu and Prahlad Maharaj within the womb has heard these instructions. And when asked by his schoolmates what you learnt in the womb, Prahlad Maharaj is in turn preaching to them. So this is the this is the um, system of this is a system called as Ghoshti Anandis. We hear and then we speak. We hear and then we give this knowledge to others. We hear from bona fide authorities and then we give this knowledge to others. So when we start a bhakti vriksha program, we don't directly go and discuss rasatattva with them. Right? Vipralamba Rasam Bode. No, we don't discuss that. What do we start with? We discuss with the basic, 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 basic knowledge. What is the, one of the first things we tell people that you are not your body. But we also tell them who they are. Right? So because what happened when Prabhupada was giving classes, so Prabhupada used to say, you know, I am not my body, you know, like that. So people thought that Prabhupada was not his body, but they were their bodies. <laughs> so they are confused. Right? So therefore, we tell them that I am not my body and you are not also your body. Nobody is his or her body. Right? So this is the basic knowledge. And in today's purport, Prabhupada is hammering this point that this lesson must must be understood first. First by the person who is preaching, then by the person who is being, you know, given this knowledge too. So everyone has to understand this knowledge because this is the beginning of spiritual knowledge. We will not understand anything in the realm of spirituality if we don't understand this basic thing. Of course, understanding and realization are two different things. We understand but sometimes we don't realize. So realization can take one lifetime or realization can take many lifetimes depending upon the pace which we decide. Nobody is deciding the pace, only we are deciding. As many times it is said that sometimes we may be rowing the boat with the anchor firmly fixed in the shore. So therefore though we are all anchoring, then what's happening? The boat is not moving much, right? So therefore it is up to us to realize it, but all of us understand it. But Prabhupada is saying, at least let's try to understand it. For understanding it, one has to open a spiritual book, right? For opening a spiritual book, one needs to know that a spiritual book exists. For knowing that a spiritual book exists, one needs to have some faith and approach someone who knows that a spiritual book exists and who has studied it. So, Shraddha, Sadhu Sangha then, Bhajanakriya. So we have to associate with devotees. So Prabhupada says this knowledge we can get only from a person who is a representative of God, who is a bona fide representative of God. Right? Why? Because non-bona fide non-bonafide cannot be a representative in one sense. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> okay. So someone who is not bona fide can also give knowledge of the difference between body and 
soul, but they'll only give half information. What will they say? They'll say that you are not your body, you are spirit soul. I am not my body, I am spirit soul. We all are spirit soul. Not to speak of Krishna and Rama, they are also spirit souls, just like all of us. When our soul becomes purified, you will be Krishna, you will be Rama. Hmm? <laughs> this is nonsense. Okay, therefore, they will also tell the difference between body and soul. But later on, what will happen? The flight which is taking off from India to go to San Francisco will fly nicely till it reaches San Francisco. But at the end of the day, where it will land? It will land on the other side in the ocean. <laughs> that is Mayavad philosophy. It will look that it is the same destination, but it is going in the gutter after that. Right? It's not landing anywhere. <laughs> Right. So therefore, this knowledge has to be, even the knowledge of soul has to be accepted only from bona fide authority. Otherwise, people come and tell me, yeah, we attended this Nanda, that Nanda, you know. And then, yeah, yeah, I know, they also tell same thing, Prabhu, same whatever you are telling. No, we are not telling same. There is a big difference between what we say, because we acknowledge that we are infinitesimal spirit soul, but we are never God. Hmm? God is also spirit, we are also spirit, but we are supreme, but he is supreme spirit and we are infinitesimal spirit, right? We are achintya veda we are qualitatively one, but quantitatively never one. So that is why Prabhupada is hammering, understand even the basic knowledge from bona fide, otherwise fundamentals itself are, hmm? if we don't know 1 plus 2 is equal to 3, we cannot do, you know, derivatives and integration, calculus beyond that, everything will be wrong, because basic itself is not clear, right? So, Prabhupada is hammering this. So, how do we understand that we are the soul? So, there is a lot of information that is given in the scriptures. I will start with a story of how people get bewildered into thinking that they are something different and how people's behavioral patterns are different when they think they are someone different. So, there is a manager who is sitting in his cabin. Now, managers obviously have some kind of an ego, right? And especially when you have a cabin and people have to knock and enter, so how much ego will be there? So, knock, knock, manager is saying, okay, come in, like that. And just before the person comes in, the manager has got two landlines. He's picking up both the phones and he's talking over the phone. So, he's saying, hello, yeah, 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 yes, yeah, 100%, I'll do it in a day, don't worry. And then, oh my God, these phones, second phone, okay. Aha, okay, okay. Ah, don't worry, you have come to the right place. You have come to the right person. So the manager is busy on the phone. The person is coming inside. And then the manager, oh, okay, what do you want now? And that fellow comes, say, I am the phone repairman because your phones are not working. <laughs> so what is the manager doing now? Explain. What is the manager doing? So, this manager is actually suffering. He is suffering because he is not able to conduct his business. But in his suffering also he is trying to showcase he is somebody. <laughs> right? He is not giving up the identity. Right? Even in suffering. This is the nature of the material world. Even in our suffering we have false ego. We are all suffering still false ego. Still the head will be very high. <laughs> even in suffering. Right? This is the nature of misunderstanding or misidentification of who we are. Hmm. For example, sometimes when I teach children, hmm, when they are small, no problem. Hmm. They'll say sit means they'll sit. They say one plus two, everybody. 
hi prabhu prabhu three three you know all nice but what happens the moment they come to ninth standard and 10th and 11th the student will sit like this yeah yeah you made a mistake sir in your answer yeah i know i know why because girls are also sitting there <laughs> therefore that's okay i am what i am cool <laughs> i am cool you may be teacher but i am cool so the tendency to act cool is a big big problem especially if you have a boy child <laughs> teenager right this will be everyone goes through this right so there is a style that is there and this style they are trying to show that i am something which i am actually not in- internally it is said in this country teenagers go through maximum anxiety right but externally behaving that we are cool hmm? politicians if you see in politicians also what will happen now when a vaishnava does obeisances how do we do we say jay vanchakalpadur bischakrupasandu bhavachana and when we meet someone senior or anyone like devotees generally after some time when we understand the principle then what we do we 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 generally do this right politicians also do this how do they do like <laughs> which means what please give me your votes so externally everything is very the actions are all same but what is driving the identity strong identity that i am a big politician i am a big man the way big people do namaste also is like that that i am big and you are small actually they are doing this right it's like in office english is a very peculiar language you know in office if somebody wants to tell nicely something to you they'll say i request you to please take time some time to return your cell phone since you have quit off to return your laptop to the office this is one way of saying the word request can be used also you are requested to return your cell phone it is is it request <laughs> right so language itself is so different so the intent hmm, shows whether it is very uh, congenial or whether there is some animosity in the language right hmm? the intent is conveyed hmm? so everything depends up, so 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 based on behavioral patterns we can understand how much one identifies with what or who he or she is externally it it, it becomes very evident hmm, from outside hmm? so this verse is beseeching requesting us to understand the true nature of our identity understand our real identity because every conditioned soul and i'm saying conditioned soul every conditioned soul has got two identities one is the temporary relative identity and the real permanent identity so our temporary identity is always in relation to something or someone in the material world it has got something to do with the material world that is how we get our temporary identity it doesn't come without the connection to the material world and people who have this temporary identities they operate predominantly if they see the mode of operations they their bulk of their activities will also be predominantly based on these identities material acquired identities the first common one thing common most identity is what name 
ఫర్ ఎగ్జాంపుల్ ద ఫస్ట్ టైమ్ వెన్ ఐ వెంట్ టు యూనో వన్ ఆఫ్ మై వెరీ ఎర్లీ డేస్ ఇన్ ఇస్కాన్ టెంపుల్ ఐ వెంట్ దేర్ వన్ ఆఫ్ మై కాలేజ్ ఫ్రెండ్స్ హీ వాస్ ట్రైంగ్ టు ప్రీచ్ టు మీ ఓకే హీ గేవ్ మీ భగవద్గీత యాజ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ అండ్ ఐ కెప్ట్ ఇట్ యాజ్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ఇన్ ద షెల్ఫ్ సో హీ కేమ్ బ్యాక్ ఆఫ్టర్ వన్ ఇయర్ అండ్ హీ డస్టెడ్ ద భగవద్గీత అండ్ హీ సెట్ డోంట్ రీడ్ అట్లీస్ట్ డస్ట్ అండ్ కీప్ ఇట్ బ్యాక్ ఇన్ ద షెల్ఫ్ రైట్ దెన్ ఈ సెట్ ఐ టేక్ యూ టు సంబడి హూ ఐ అడ్మైర్ దిస్ వాస్ మై బెస్ట్ ఫ్రెండ్ అండ్ హీ టుక్ మీ టు నందర్ దెన్ ఆల్ ఆఫ్ యూ నో గౌరంగ్ ప్రభు రైట్ so he was the first person okay so he took me to him and he was sitting in one corner and he was just sitting in the temple and then he told me you know oh, i have got my friend you know that time it, he was much more accessible than he is today right so i went there and he said mm. then he asked me mm. um gaurang prabhu first tried to connect to me he said tamilla he asked me which means are you tamilian because he is also tamilian he speaks tamil i said no ah, ama ama yes 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 okay and then he asked me after that immediately changed to english and said who are you i said jagan <laughs> short form of <laughs> so you know my my name was jagannathan at that time so jagan i said i asked you who are you not your name he said <laughs> that was my first lesson from him <laughs> right so therefore our first identity is what our name who are you ah, jagan <laughs> we say like that hmm? so john ramirez murugesan hmm? american spanish texan మెక్సికన్ ఆస్ట్రేలియన్ సౌత్ ఇండియన్ సుదీప్తో బాంగోలి బాబు రైట్ సో ఫస్ట్ అవర్ నేమ్ నేమ్ ఐఎమ్ దిస్ దట్ గివ్ అస్ అ పవర్ఫుల్ ఐడెంటిటీ సో మోస్ట్ పీపుల్ ఆర్ ఇంపాక్టెడ్ బై దియర్ నేమ్స్ బట్ అవుట్ ఆఫ్ పీపుల్ హూ ఆర్ ఇంపాక్టెడ్ బై దియర్ నేమ్స్ ద హైయెస్ట్ హైయెస్ట్ ఇంపాక్టెడ్ ఆర్ ద పీపుల్ హూ హూస్ నేమ్స్ ఆర్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ అ బ్రాండ్ రైట్ జస్ట్ ఇమాజిన్ ద కనెక్షన్ దే హ్యావ్ టు దియర్ నేమ్స్ రైట్ we are the ambanis we are the khuranas <laughs> right so for example beckham david beckham a name which is a brand shoes are there beckham shoes beckham t-shirt right so this is a powerful identity michael jordan it's a brand a name is a brand now others are buying that brand but can you imagine the state of the person who has that name that's a powerful identity if you remove that name there is nothing there is nothing left right so that's a name a name is a brand so their activities if you see will always be in connection with that name their dream the night also will be in connection with that name they have established or some people connect have a strong identity based on nationality i am indian i am australian right american russian if you see many of the the whole concept of freedom fighters come from the most powerful identity they have is how what what is identity that i am indian i am britisher so that is their the army people have this identity or the altruists propad says have this kind of strong identity or people can derive identity from their religion which they practice right the beauty about religion is both the pious people also identify strongly with their religion and the religious zealots they also identify with their religion so the identity is the same but one may be doing pious activities other may be doing you know chopping of people's head every other day <laughs> correct so this is a strong identity with a religion if religion doesn't catch us in this material world then family roles definitely catch all of us i am father 
I have to do my duty. I am the maintainer of my family after all. <laughs> so this is a strong identity as that I am the leader. I am maintaining my family. Who is your family? My wife, my son. No, 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 that's not my son. That is neighbor's son. <laughs> right? My dog. That is somebody else's dog. So this is role we take. I have to protect my dog. That led to the downfall of Bharat Maharaj at Bhava platform. Such an attachment. He was in Bhava stage. One level, one level below Prema. But he got attached to a deer thinking that I have to protect this deer. So that's a strong identity which doesn't leave us even at that stage. That we are the go-to person for things to happen in this material world. The world cannot run without me. <laughs> that's a strong identity. I am something. Or people can have uh, affiliations based on gender. Hmm? When Prabhupada writes, women are less intelligent. Who will get angry? Not the men. The ladies will get angry because strong identity. I am a woman. Hmm? But next lifetime, the woman can become man. Man can become woman. Or both can become animals also. <laughs> right? Or we can become trees also. Or birds. Right? Hmm? We don't know. Or one can become too attached to one's profession so that you can't think of any identity beyond your profession. I was telling in yesterday's Bhakti Vaibhav to the students that this example of Sunil Gavaskar, you have heard of Sunil Gavaskar, right? He was a greatest Indian batsman before Sachin Tendulkar became a name, right? During my childhood days, Sunil Gavaskar was the best batsman in the world. So, this Sunil Gavaskar, he was asked, what is... How do you want to leave your body? So Sunil Gavaskar said, Oh, when I leave my body, I want to have that, that scene where Kapil Dev is lifting the Prudential Cup 1983 and Mahendra Singh Dhoni is lifting the 2011 World Cup. I want to see that and then I want to, I'll give up my body in peace. Actually, he said the same statement. <laughs> Go and Google, you'll realize it. Right? So this is the, this is what strong identity with your profession that we don't even want to think about the right things. Even knowing what we should think of, we may or may not think of. Not to speak of not knowing, that is another thing and not to speak of thinking something which should not be thought about. <laughs> so this is the state. So Prabhupada says, people may have lot of material education and material achievements, but without this basic spiritual knowledge, we are sowing the seeds for many, many, many more lifetimes in this rotten material world, which is going to get only worse. Right? So, the problem with this material identity is, not only does it bewilder us, okay, not only does it drive all our activities in a different direction, but this can change. That is a problem with this also. So, a person who is still having strong identity with one material identity, that material identity itself can change. For example, in India, an engineer, an accomplished engineer from the most prestigious institute, Indian Institute of Technology, IIT, nowadays he has become a politician. His whole identity has changed. I'm talking about Arvind Gejriwal, okay, who is the chief minister of Delhi right now, right? So he was an engineer, a very accomplished engineer, who is now whole his identity is now what? Politician, right? So, or gender. Nowadays people can change their gender based on a surgery. So who are you then? And who are you? Or for example nationality. 
an indian who had a strong indian roots is now the british prime minister rishi sunak so who is he is he indian or british god only knows his next generation three generations down can say we want to establish our roots so they'll trace back genealogy they may even go back and settle in india again and they'll call themselves as indian so who was that who is that person everyone is just having changing identities for example many indians have australian passports okay so when they ask nationality what do you write australian we are not australian right even by birth we are not right so so it's easy to see the temporary nature of identities related to this body now if someone says no 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 i am very fixed in my bodily identity i am not going to change once a cricketer always a cricketer <laughs> if someone says that statement what do you tell even if your identity doesn't change sir your body will definitely change because the body is going to dwindle at some point in time that you will not be able to hold a bat and you will not be able to see a ball also <laughs> you say huh? is he bowling bowler has arrived <laughs> because eyes are not going to be able to see anything so therefore the body is going to dwindle even if your identity doesn't so one great professor called as john pfeiffer he said that he concluded that not a single molecule in our body remains the same in a period of 7 years so even when we are living the body is changing every 7 years we are getting a new body or another interesting research by dr harry monson who was a who is a who was a professor of anatomy at the illinois college of medicine he researched what the body is made up of and he said the body contains different chemicals and he gave the you know it's basically 60 pounds of body contains different chemicals it contains some percentage calcium some phosphate potassium sulfur sodium magnesium iron copper iodine this is what the body is made up of <laughs> and he said if you measure all this and go to the market you will get 120 dollars for all the chemicals right so the body is worth what 120 dollars right but the ornaments which we wear on our body the t-shirt which we wear on our body will be much more expensive the cell phones which we carry on ourselves are more expensive than our body itself <laughs> more than 120 dollars right so the things which adorn our body are more expensive than the body itself yet people spend their entire life savings people spend their entire life savings when the body has a defect when this 120 dollar body does not cooperate what happens we spend our entire life savings hmm. trying to repair this body hmm. another interesting point when an accident happens okay hmm. let us say a ferrari nicely going the driver is going in a beautiful ferrari everyone is seeing oh wish i wish i was sitting in that car and driving and then you see that a garbage truck comes and has a head on collision with the ferrari will you think that oh wish i wish I... oh thank god i was not the owner of that immediately your mind changes right mm. now as regards now if you are on the road and that ferrari driver is there bleeding what will you do 
you will immediately say that okay very expensive car let me take the car to the garage first man can still be taken care of later on because man is 120 dollars only his body will we think like that no instinctively what we do we take care of the 120 dollar thing and let the ferrari go to dogs <laughs> right and ferrari maybe what i don't even know what's the how much does it cost no, maybe 320000 okay much much thousands and thousands of times more hmm. so naturally we gravitate to the personality hmm. not to something which is material hmm. okay so if the body is so cheap hmm, then why do we spend so much in protecting that body hmm. that is because there is something which is resident inside the body <laughs> and that is our permanent identity hmm. so we come to know and people know even when nobody has studied the Bhagavad Gita people will know this people know that inside this low-cost chemical body resides something which is more priceless and invaluable hmm. and that treasure that treasured living entity who is residing in that body who we treasure that personality that is called as a soul and that soul is that person and that soul is the active principle residing within that body without that soul there is no activity that the body can do that is the personality the spirit soul and that spirit soul's identity original identity is divine that we come to know only when we study the scriptures without that soul there is no life in that $120 body. Hmm. There is no life. Srila hmm. Prabhupada in the Srimad Bhagavatam in various sections gives different analogies to corroborate this point. Hmm. First one is Prabhupada gives this usual example of the cage and the parrot. The parrot is sitting inside the cage. You can keep on using silvo and keep on polishing the cage. But the parrot's life is not going to change because of that. Nothing is going to happen to the parrot, right? Hmm? Or Prabhupada talks about the example of apartment versus resident. Hmm? The soul is analogous to the resident and the apartment to the body. Hmm? So Prabhupada says we are tenants within this body. When the tenancy is over, we will get kicked out of this body. Therefore, we cannot even say this is my body. This body is not purchased by us. Even this $120 is mortgage. <laughs> it is given to us and it can be taken away from us without anything. And we can't even go and say that put a stay order on it. We can't do anything. Right? So in one sense, this body doesn't belong to us also. Now, in a company, it is said that the shareholders run the company, right? And whoever has got the maximum shares or whichever conglomerate has got the maximum, consortium has got the maximum shares, that person owns the company. In this body, we, the spirit soul is only one unit. But inside this body, there is bacteria, everything is there. <laughs> they are multiple. So actually, who is the majority shareholder of this body? Even if we think like that, it is not us. 
Hmm? We are not the resident of this, primary resident of this body, right? So, so much so, if we start thinking like that. Hmm? So, Prahlad Maharaj is hammering this point. If you don't understand this principle, you will understand nothing in this, about, in the realm of spirituality. Prabhupada also gives the example of a car. Hmm? If someone hits our car, why do we get angry? Because they thought, they think that this fellow has hit me. But it's only, they have just touched the car. Only the bumper is hanging now. <laughs> That's all. You are not hanging. Right? But people have an identity. How dare you? Hmm. Me. Hmm. My car. Hmm. Like that. Hmm. So, there's a simple example that, is, that will help us understand a little bit more from this. A car needs fuel. Hmm. Hmm. A car needs fuel. But will a car run only on fuel? Car also needs a human being. Somebody may say, oh, there are, there's a Tesla car which is running automatic. But has Tesla car come from nothing? Is the artificial intelligence come from another artificial intelligence? Where does artificial intelligence come from? It comes from natural intelligence. We should not forget that. Right? So, even if the Tesla car is driving without a driver, the person who has done it is a human being who has used his brain to put some algorithm into that. Right? So, we cannot, we cannot deny the importance of human intervention or human intelligence. So, there is a still a difference between the car and the driver of the car. Just as if the driver is thirsty, he cannot drink the fuel of the car. He cannot say, I am drinking petrol now. Very thirsty. Because same thing, me, my car, all same thing. Right? Car runs, I will also run on my petrol, on the petrol. Not possible, right? Nor can the person say, I like pumpkin soup. So, I will put pumpkin soup in the engine and expect the car to run. <laughs> because what drives the car is different than what drives the passenger. Right? So, we have to understand the needs of the body and the needs of the soul are two distinct things to understand. So, that's on another level that we can understand. So, the food and the drivers are different for both the car and the driver. Now, what does spiritual education tell us? Without spiritual education, Prabhupada is hammering this point here that we cannot understand Anything in the, anything further that is communicated. The first lesson is we are not the body, we are the spirit soul. So, how does spiritual education, what kind of knowledge does the spiritual education give us about this spirit soul? First and foremost, it tells us that we are not this body, but we are the spirit soul, which we discussed. Now, the scriptures do not just leave us at this point. The scriptures also tell us that our body is of three types. There are three types of bodies. Hmm? Two of this body is temporary and one is permanent. Hmm? The first type of temporary body is the gross body. Hmm? The gross body is what? Is the outer body. It's also called as the outer body, which is made of earth, water, fire, air and either. Hmm? Interestingly, and uh, His Holiness Vedvyas Priya Maharaj was also explaining about the Mahatattva, you know, in his first class, which uh, Prahlad Maharaj is explaining to his classmates, mm. earth, it talks about all the solid elements that our body is made up of. Mm. Water talks about all the liquid elements that our body is made up of. Mm. 
Fire talks about the heat element that our body is made up of. Heat and combustion come from fire element. Otherwise, we can't. Without fire, we cannot even digest food which we are eating. Hmm? Because it requires agni hmm? or fire. Hmm? Air is the gas element in the body. Hmm? If there is a gas imbalance, what happens? In fact, one of our devotees, he, he had a problem of dizziness. The doctor said, there is vayu imbalance in your body. So, he was not able to you know, balance his whole body. So, it requires to, to balance. Even the plane cannot balance itself without proper manipulation of air that is flowing above the wing and below the wing. Right? So, similarly, our body also cannot balance itself. So, air balance is required in our body. And then, either... Space is required between two organs. What is there? There is space. There's, in fact, most of the space inside is space. <laughs> space occupies most of the space inside our body, right? And next is water. So, space also is sound. Sound comes in the presence of space. So, that is called as ether. Earth, water, fire, air and ether. So, this is our gross body. And then there is subtle body. Subtle body is the inner material. Gross body is the outer material. Subtle body is what the inner material hmm, is made up of. Hmm. Out of which the foremost is what? Mind. Hmm. Mind, it is said, is the storehouse. It's like the hard disk of a computer. Hmm. It is the storehouse of thoughts, emotions and desires. Hmm. It is a storehouse. And next is the intelligence. Hmm. Intelligence does what function? Discrimination determination and decisions. These are all functions of the intelligence. Hmm. Hmm. And then false ego. Hmm. False ego, it, it's a, it does the wrong job of helping us misidentify the real I hmm, with the gross body or the subtle body. Hmm. That is what false ego does. Hmm. It is a middleware which connects hmm, our identities. <laughs> It is that software which connects the other software with the hardware. Hmm? So, middleware, hmm? like that. Hmm? So, that is false ego. Hmm? So, thinking, so wherein the soul thinks that my permanent identity is this body. Hmm? That is called as false ego. Hmm? And then there is a true ego also, which we will talk about. Hmm? So, these two are the temporary bodies, which we are not. And then the scriptures tell us of the permanent body, which is also called as Siddha Deha or the spiritual body that we have, which is the innermost body. I remember once His Holiness Bhanu Maharaj gave us a presentation where he was showing the inner body, you know, standing like this. <laughs> right? So that is the inner body. Now, the gross body, we saw how the gross body identifies. I am man, woman, Australian. Cricketer, we saw all those things. Soccer player, these are all gross identifications. But subtle identifications can also be there. Hmm? How are you? I am happy. How are you? I am sad. <laughs> I am dash. Sad. Hmm? Or, hmm, I am intelligent. I am a fool. Hmm? So, Prabhupada actually, once Prabhupada was told, someone said, Prabhupada, I am, I am fallen. I am this. Prabhupada said, we are nothing. <laughs> so, don't, there is nothing beyond I am. There is only one line. What Prabhupada said, I am? Servant of Krishna. That is the only identity. All others are identities based on the gross platform or based on the subtle body platform. Right? So we are not even fallen because originally we are what? Nobody is fallen. Originally we are all pure spirit souls. We are all devotees of the Lord. Pure devotees of the Lord. 
So in such sense, being fallen is only a temporary conditioned state. It is not our eternal position. Therefore, Prabhupada said as such. So, now, therefore, scriptures also talk about, you know, uh, give information on the uh, uh, difference between body and soul. So, scriptures use um, different analogies. So, one of the analogies which the scripture used is that this body is like a suit, a two-piece suit, a shirt and then on top of that we wear a two-piece suit. So, sometimes people who have not studied the scriptures, if you ask them, do you believe in soul? They said, yeah, I know, I know soul. But if you ask them, can you tell about the soul, how they will say it? They'll say, I know that I am this body and inside me there is a soul. Inside everyone there is a soul. So what is the problem here? There is a logical flaw here. I am this body and inside me is the is a soul. They know it but they, they don't know it. Hmm? This is like the flight which is supposed to land in San Francisco landing in Los Angeles. Okay, Destination, completely different. Hmm? At the end of the day, gone. Hmm? However, scriptures correct us in speaking the right language. Hmm? I am soul and covering me is a body. Not that I am body and inside me there is a soul. So this is the fundamental paradigm shift hmm, that happens. And then when we think, when we get this paradigm shift, then we get clarity of thinking by which we can absorb spiritual knowledge in its most pristine manner. Hmm. Otherwise we can't because lack of this knowledge becomes a blocker in any, any spiritual knowledge coming to us. Hmm. So therefore, I am soul and I am covered by this body. Not that I am body and inside me there is a soul. I am that soul. So therefore, Ramana Maharishi, the famous, you know, uh, one famous saint in India, he said that the question of mine, where it stops, that is the, that is you. So you don't say my soul, because you are the soul. You cannot ask a question, can I see my soul? Because the person who sees is the soul. Right? Of course, can I see somebody else's soul? That also we cannot see. <laughs> because soul is so small that even microscope cannot see the soul. Nothing has been invented till now to see the soul. Right? So, so understanding that I am the soul trapped inside this body is the pivotal point in one's spiritual journey. That is a turning point. Chaitanya Charan Prabhu gives an analogy of the computer. He says the gross body is akin to the hardware of the computer, right? The subtle body is the software. The mind is the hard disk which stores all <laughs> impressions, right? Whatever junk you put, it will all store inside, mind. And the processor then will process all these things. The electricity is the spiritual body without which nothing will run. Hmm. Right? And the soul is the user. Hmm. Right? So, hmm. modern artificial intelligence, what we talk about, hmm, is still gross. Is still gross. Artific modern artificial intelligence is not subtle. It is gross because artificial intelligence will only work on what data is fed to it. There is some external thing that is interfering there. All material data is fed into artificial intelligence and then there is a pre-programmed logic also which is material logic right that is done but so artificial intelligence cannot substitute for free will 
free will is a much much subtle aspect of the soul right hmm. artificial intelligence cannot decide hmm, that i know like suppose let us say let us say national australia bank decides to implement artificial intelligence the artificial intelligence says oh my god i have served this bank for many years i want to change now i'm going to west pack <laughs> can it go can you and i go he can go and join other competitive bank right but artificial intelligence cannot do that why because artificial intelligence can never give free will right so this is the problem so we have to understand that human intelligence is much much subtler subject this has to be understood and this can be understood only when we study the scriptures artificial intelligence cannot make natural choices a robo cannot fall in love with another robo and decide i have been with this robo for so long you know i don't know when i fall fell in love you know i'm thinking of marrying let's ask the father in law of the robo hang on what serial number was father in law ah 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 and the robo being obeisances buying trying to please the father in law can it happen never <laughs> it will never happen correct okay and somebody corrupts that robo then what happen even if the robo falls in love in one second it can be corrupted he's <laughs> like who are you <laughs> like that and the other robo is telling oh you loved me so much i don't know <laughs> right so therefore we can understand the the you know how idiotic we are when we say that artificial intelligence can replace human beings not possible it can only make our life more difficult right machine language cannot replicate free will by free will we do machine language or choose not to do machine language that also requires free will only so the scriptures talk about this concept of body and soul through several analogies and and devotees who have studied the scriptures also help us understand these things very easily the upanishads itself start with analogy of the body and soul so what they say the upanishads have clearly said that the body is like a chariot the senses are like the horses and the reins are like the mind but we have to be very careful there is two aspects the reins can hold the horses or the horses can direct the reins just like when i see morning people walking their dogs sometimes the man is in control of the dog sometimes the dog is in control of the man the man has to run here because the dog is running somewhere especially i have seen when i walk in the morning the when it sees a she dog the dog says to hell with my owner i am running there no when it sees female dog the man has to run no behind the dog so sometimes the man is controlling the reins sometimes the dog is controlling the man through the reins no? so therefore it is not just enough to understand that the mind hmm, is akin to the reins but the charioter is important because the charioter with intelligence knows how to control the reins and not to be controlled by the movement of the reins that's why the mind intelligence is compared to the charioter and the result of all this is what the passenger is driven in some direction which is the soul the soul is the passenger so the scriptures also give it at the very outset right so of course some people they may not you know have studied the scriptures but still there are enough evidences in this world that are there now scientists have are studying what is called as the reincarnation and there are a lot of studies that have proved the existence of the soul and 
pratyaksha praman which is all the non believers will only understand something which they see in front of their eyes they will not understand shabda praman or hearing from the scriptures right so therefore example is there recently of a man called deep kapadia you heard, anyone heard of this deep kapadia recent example this person was in a uh, was in mumbai he was born in mumbai right as deep kapadia and then in mumbai this boy is a small boy now small boy with his parents and when he was hardly you know within first two years he started saying that i want to go to udaipur <laughs> okay and he was talking so much so much about udaipur and he started talking in the language i think it is marwadi language right what do they speak in udaipur i don't know whatever local language they started speaking that and he was not even born he didn't know he started speaking three or four languages in his childhood and this is a real incident and his parents are completely bewildered sir where did he learn this language we never speak it at home neither do his friends speak this language and that too he is so small where did he understand this so after some time they consulted a doctor who sent sent them to something called as a paranormal experience doctor so that fellow said that oh let us take him and that was an american doctor so more credibility <laughs> so they took this person and then said no no let's let's actually go to where he is saying they went to udaipur to cut a long story short that boy the moment the bus landed in udaipur he ran exactly and saying that oh this is udaipur palace this is that and there must be a shop there there must be this there and the parents are thinking what is this how come he knows all this information then they finally took him to udaipur palace when they took him to udaipur palace all the officials of the udaipur palace were had come out and then what happened the boy was taken inside and the boy looked at a photo frame and he said take this photo frame out because behind this photo frame is a secret passage exit out of this palace and they said how come the only security guard knows this right and finally the boy told them i was the chief security officer of this palace in my previous lifetime that's why i know every single detail because i was a chief security officer i know every nook and corner around, around this right so this was a recent experience of deep kapadia of course the story is very exciting but what is the point what is the point of remembering that i was the chief security officer of udaipur <laughs> because the last antakale chamam eva ah smaran muktva kalevaram chief security officer chief security officer gone next lifetime chief security officer is this this is an interesting story but is this what we want to become being born in mumbai to go to udaipur i was doing a program once in um, doncaster suburb right so i had started you know we had just finished talking about the body and the soul and then i was telling the people that in the next lifetime if you want to choose where you want to be born so one lady raised hand and she said i want to be born in raichur okay i said why why raichur because my parents are there i said no next lifetime <laughs> next lifetime new parents which parents <laughs> then she started thinking ah next life i said you will not even remember your parents in the next lifetime and you will start thinking why i am born in raichur hmm? and then i said if you were so much in love with raichur why did you come to australia to doncaster <laughs> you should have stayed in raichur only <laughs> correct so therefore we don't know what we want we have no idea we will come to know what we want in our next lifetime only if we understand we are spirit soul so sometimes in some programs i play this game of aladdin with people i am aladdin i have come with a magic lamp ask and thy shall get and i told everyone now don't think seriously and tell me in your next lifetime what do you want 
Okay. Of course, the people who are devotees, who are serving in the program, they say, Prabhuji Vaikunta. I said, shh, you are not allowed to answer. Goloka. No, 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 we don't want it. Let's understand the common man now. Hmm? So people have interesting answers. One Mataji, in the same program, she said, I want to be born as a man. I said, why? I said, this man has troubled me so much, I want to give it back to him in the next lifetime. <laughs> so that is her desire. And she was candid about it. No? Right? Cook this, cook that. Next lifetime he will cook everything. <laughs> and I will be watching television. <laughs> so, this was her desire. Hmm? So, people have different desires. Hmm? But then one person said, I am very clear. At least I want to be born as a... Ah, one person said, I want to be born as a dog. I said, why? Oh, the no tension, no studies, nothing, no job, no Monday, no performance appraisal. Right? But I asked him, do you want to be born in a dog in Australia or in India? He said, no, 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 Australian dog. Because Indian dog means municipal truck will take you. You know, no food. You will be eating garbage outside the railway lines. Correct? Not like Australian dog. Where you have a, you know, whole shop called a dog shop. Right? With apparel for a dog. That is also branded. So which dog will have this kind of a life? Right? In India, no, nobody. No. <laughs> so he said, no, 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 dog, but. I said, now, but, but, no. You tell what you want. Aladdin is giving choice. <laughs> One choice, right? Then another person said, No, Prabhuji, I understand. I want to be born as a human being. I said, Definitely. Human being, you will be born in Syria. He said, No, I want my head and my body to be together. <laughs> Not Achinta Veda Ved. Simultaneous oneness and <laughs> Right? So, therefore, people don't want to be born in Syria or Pakistan. Right? People still want, said, Where do you want to be born? Then he started thinking, India? No, but India means then how do I get PR? Again, I have to write IELTS exam. So people started thinking in the program. Okay? And this is, we, unless you sit, take, we take time for ourselves and start thinking, we will never know what we want. We will be busy, busy, busy and going somewhere and we don't know where we are going. Hmm? <laughs> right? That is how whole mankind is going towards nowhere today. No one knows where they are going. But they are all very busy. But what happens? Their minds which are besotted with the artificial identity, you are a soccer player, you are a rich man, you are this, you are that, keeps them engaged. Oblivious to the real higher truths of life. And that is the reason why Prahlad Maharaj is hammering this point to his classmates. That we have to do this inquiry. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Otherwise we will not understand anything. Hmm? So spiritual education gives us hmm, this knowledge. Hmm? What are the benefits of this spiritual education? There are a lot of benefits of this spiritual education. First and foremost, it is only spiritual education that will make us fearless. Etan nirvidya mananam ichchatam akuto bhayam yoginam ripar nirnitam harer nama anukirtanam Doubtless, bhakti is the doubtless and fearless way for everyone. So the topmost benefit of attaining this knowledge is that one becomes fearless. Why? Because what does one fear? What does everyone fear? Four things. Birth, disease, old age and death. Again people challenge, oh, birth is what big problem in birth? <laughs> that then it will birth in Syria? No, yeah, fearful. Hmm? Right? Birth in a poor, impoverished family? <gasps> no, 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 no. At least middle class family. Hmm? Right? Right? I don't want to be working till I'm 75. Hmm? Because I, I was born in a poor family. Right? Even I want to retire. Hmm? Right? So, birth, disease, old age, and death 
four problems of life. Hmm. So, but when we tell people that you are not this body, your existence is not within, within the finite, like a frog in the well of one birth and one death, your existence is even beyond that. They feel, oh is it? I won't die? No, you won't die sir. You will live. You will only leave your body. And scientists have called this phenomenon as death. But death will not happen to you. Soul never dies. Right? So that, and then people are relieved. In fact, one saintly personality, I heard, was lecturing in a temple where three obese ladies came. And obviously what happens when we are very obese, then, you know, even in school, people are like, they are used to bullying in school. And even people, even when they grow up, you know, they don't find the right partners many times. Okay, Unless people who don't look at the body, okay, people look at the person, such people are great. But usually they, have, they were used, all these three were friends because they didn't have other friends. Little extra obese, right? So these people came to the temple and when the speaker, the saintly personality told them that you are not their body, their whole life changed after that. They said, we are so happy, all of them were beaming. No? Said, we are not our body? Yeah, you are not your body. So don't think that you are dash. I am obese. I am nothing. In this lifetime, my body is obese. I am not obese. You are trapped inside an obese body because of some karmic influences. But you can change your karma. And you will not be obese eternally. Don't worry. And that gave them a lot of hope. So the spiritual knowledge gives fear to people. Oh, sorry, fearlessness to people. Right? Hmm? Also, this spiritual knowledge of body and soul helps us become sinless. Hmm? Helps us become sinless. Okay? Hmm? Why? Because when we understand that we are eternally accountable, Spirit, because spirit soul is eternal, accountability is also eternal, which means karma does not end. You cannot say, I'll do all kinds of sins because after that, I died. Now nobody can do anything to me. Hmm? I have nicely enjoyed. You know, I did whatever I want. I murdered, I raped, everything I did. And now I will die. Anyway, they can only hang me once. So let me commit 50 murders and 20 rapes. Why? No, it doesn't work like that. Because you will be, you can be given capital punishment only once in this lifetime. But you will have to account for next 70 lifetimes, even if you are a good man and you didn't touch anyone. <laughs> and then you will say, why do bad things happen to a good man like mine? Sir, last lifetime. Account karma is carried now. So when, when, you, when people come to understand this, then people try to take a sinless, they become sinless. That is why, Devotees are very careful not to commit sins, not even aparadas, because it will have reactions. It will get us another lifetime at least and nobody wants to come back into this material world, right? Hmm? And finally, it helps us focus on the real goal of life. We understand that we are spirit soul, but there is the supreme spirit with who we have an eternal relationship. Hmm? Yesterday, His Holiness Vedvyas Payara Maharaj was saying the lecture, two verses he said, Jivera Swarupe Hoy, Nityara Krishna Das. Ekali Ishwara Krishna Arasabha Bhritya. Hmm? Right? So we are, hmm, we are Bhritya, servants. Hmm? Therefore, that eternal identity one gets. And then the scriptures tell more, in, in your spiritual identity, you can serve the Lord in the spiritual world eternally and you can get rid of all these problems of birth, disease, old age and death forever. Now, this knowledge is only given in the scriptures. Therefore, Prahalad Maharaj is now telling all his friends, my dear friends, Please get this knowledge. This is what I understood from Narad Muni in the womb. Now I am telling it to you. So, and Prabhupada in his purports is hammering this point. That we have, we cannot 
underestimate the importance of knowing the soul as devotees sometimes we think oh one more class on soul and body i have heard it many times no more and more it is hammered more and more it, it is beneficial for us right okay i'll stop here we have another 4 minutes any comments questions corrections gopanesh prabhu any points swayam sampurna prabhu sorry mata ji uh, sorry she asked first it's okay okay ekshna prabhu thank you for wonderful discourse a quick question regarding uh, in bhagavad gita uh, krishna explains in the beginning that you are not this body or spirit soul and uh, later on but he keeps on referring arjuna with different names like partha kunteya so if you can elaborate on that like he is again bringing him to relationships yeah identification not identifying as a spirit soul doesn't mean we become mechanical in our dealings with people for example i cannot go home right now and i call my wife oh soul oh soul how does that sound it sounds ridiculous she'll say what happened your bhang bhi aaya kya she will tell <laughs> right right what happened are you okay she'll give me panadol right so we cannot say oh soul oh soul in our office can we say oh souls no <laughs> they'll say we have come from some evangelical church or something like that this is office man okay so material identity is required to address each other right and specifically coming to krishna and arjun they have a very special relationship so krishna is talking to arjun very affectionately parth and partha sarathi so krishna has become his krishna is identifying as what the servant of arjun right now krishna is actually not the servant of arjun but that is bhagavan because bhagavan has got six characteristics aishwaryasya samagrasya viryasya yashashriya jnana vairagyo staiva shannam bhagaitingana one of the beautiful qualities of god is he has everything but still he is humble he chooses to be humble sometimes sometimes we are humble but our humility is not because of choice it is because of majburi <laughs> right it is because of inabilities we have to be humble right but krishna is not like that okay krishna has a choice right but still he is humble so he identifies himself transcendentally as the eternal servant of his pure devotee called as arjun so in that entity he is calling him as parth and him as partha sarathi does that answer okay thank you prabhuji for touching base with the identity that we have to identify ourselves as the soul and the scriptures talk about the size of the soul and we are eternal do the scriptures talk about the shape of the soul as well yes the scriptures also talk about the shape of the soul the it's uh, the scriptures give an example saying that just when light enters a room what shape does it take the shape of the room hmm? so like that soul also has got a form we have a siddha deha and that siddha deha has a form right so there is no question of formlessness so the answer is yes the scriptures talk about it is that okay okay so uh, can we say that it's just like light yeah the the soul is not just like light the soul the one of the characteristics of the soul is that the soul is effulgent but the soul is not just not light mm-hmm. the soul is a spirit particle the soul is the spirit's particle and this spirit particle has got sentience also light doesn't ordinary light doesn't have sentience we cannot fall in love with light neither can light reciprocate with other light mm-hmm. right so yes the soul has an effulgence it's naturally effulgent 
but the real characteristic of the soul is what sat chit and anand hmm? the soul has got three characteristics eternality full of knowledge light is not full of knowledge suppose i on a tube light suddenly i will not become knowledgeable right because that is material light coming from material interaction of atoms right or electrons that but this light is different this light is this light is a characteristic of the soul right but the soul's eternal quality is what sat chit and anand and sat chit anand vigraha hmm? every soul has got a form we all have a spiritual form in that form we serve the supreme spiritual form so yes the answer is there is a form yeah. thank you thank you ayesh prabhu how can we a big question <laughs> it will take lifetime and i don't even know whether i'm the right person to say that because i don't have any okay but yes how can we in uh, um, uh, love for krishna i'll answer very briefly first is we have to have some faith that god exists we cannot have we cannot love someone who we think doesn't exist only <laughs> right so shraddha is the first step now just having faith and thinking that yeah i have full faith i have full faith if like, if we marry and we say i have full faith you are my wife i have full faith you are my wife will that help love obviously there has to be some we have to spend time with wife so therefore we have to spend time with krishna's representatives which is called as sadhu sangha faith and association in association what do we do oh no no i am with my wife full day we spend time in the house do you do any work no 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 i don't do but i i am with i am with there in the same house in the same room how does that sound ridiculous right there is no relationship that will develop so what happens we have to do something practical which is called as bhajana kriya bhajana kriya means practicing the the activities which are prescribed as a part of devotional service srila prabhupada never defined bhakti as devotion devotion is not a sentiment devotion is activities based on emotions on the right emotions so there is a science to how to do devotional service shravanam ki there are nine processes out of which the most important practice is what hearing chanting and remembering the lord shravanam kirtanam and vishnu smaranam these three activities have to be done practically otherwise nothing will happen just saying i have faith i have faith nothing is going to happen right and then what happens as we keep chanting what happens we go to the next stage called anartha nivritti whatever impurities that are there in our heart all that kachra will go away like a detergent powder cleans a cloth that will go away and then we will get consistency in our practices and after that slowly what will happen we will start doing the same devotional service not out of duty but because we have developed a taste for doing it right so for example i'll take care of my wife because i love her not because i have married her does it make sense not because under the tenets of the law one die shall take care no suppose wife cooks for us and says i have cooked feast for you because i have been told that my my father that it is the duty of a wife to cook for the husband therefore i have done my duty take it how does that sound ridiculous but if she says i have done it out of my love you like no utappam therefore i did it sounds oh thank you very much my dear wife so that is called as what you we start start liking to serve that person and then what happens we get attached to serving that person and then in that attachment then that transforms into we ecstatically serve that person nobody needs to tell us now we are blissful in serving that person and then what happens we are very happy in serving that person and then we love that person so much after that that even if we are not happy to help with whatever i need your service more important that is called as prema prema means i don't care whether i get spiritual emotions not emotion nothing is important but you are important to me so that is these are the stages by which one attains 
prema. So how to increase prema? Bhajana kriya. For us, that is very Yes, Prabhuji. The only reason I am taking 2-3 minutes more because the cooks, especially the Sunday cooks, they have always told me thank you for long class because we get more time to. <laughs> okay. But I shouldn't misuse their instruction. Okay. Yes, one more question we will take. Spiritual body. Huh? So when we can liberate that, hmm. we, oh no, now we got material body. Yes. So when we get liberated, we get spiritual body. Yes. So, how is the spiritual body will be? So, when we get liberated, we don't get a spiritual body. When we get liberated, we realize our spiritual body. Spiritual body is already there. We are spiritual. Prabhupada says, Krishna consciousness is not an artificial imposition on the mind. In the science of self-realization, Prabhupada writes that. Right? So, it's not something outside we have to acquire. Oh, spiritual body, where are you? No. No. We are the spiritual body. But our spiritual body is covered by avidya. So, as we do bhajana kriya, that avidya will go away. From avidya, our spiritual nature will start manifesting. That is why in the six characteristics of bhakti, what is the second characteristic? First is klesha agni. Second is what? Shubhada. Shubhada means all auspicious quality will start manifesting. Not from outside, from inside. Therefore, when we become devotees, we after, after a few years what happens? We stop using swear languages. Right? We don't use that. We automatically start dealing with people differently, right? More sobriety will comes after practicing bhakti. So all auspicious qualities will dawn, but it comes from inside. It is nothing to be acquired from outside. Because all these qualities are hidden right now. We are covered. Prabhupada says the spirit soul is covered by the layer of pride, anger, greed, envy and lust. P-A-G-E-L, pagal. Right? It is covered now. So what happens? By chanting, all this will get cleansed. And as it gets cleansed, the pristine nature of our own selves, which is the soul, will start manifesting itself and we will start acting more and more on the platform of the soul and less and less on the platform of the body. Does it make sense, Prabhuji? Is that okay? So why after death we say it's a ghostly body? Why after de death yes. we say? Some spirit... Uh, why it's a ghost body? Yeah. Ghost body we say because the soul has left the gross body, but it has not left the subtle body. So, what is ghost? The scriptures explain ghost means gross body with a, sorry, a spirit soul with a subtle body which can't find a gross body because of its karma. Maybe suicide, maybe accident, akala mrityu. And therefore, that is searching to be a resident in somebody because the desires which we have are carried in the subtle body. So, that is not liberation. Just going outside this body is not liberation. Just getting rid of gross body is not liberation. Hmm? Getting rid of subtle body is liberation. Right? Otherwise, the subtle body still has all desires. So, only when we have, all, when our all our desires have become spiritual, then what happens? There is no subtle body. Subtle body is dissolved. Because it is, subtle body is full of material desires. So, when there are no material desires, subtle body doesn't have a place. Therefore, the soul is free now to move to Vaikuntha. Does that help? Okay. So I'll stop here because it's 9 7. Any other questions we can discuss offline? Grantraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. Jai Nitai Guru Pramanji.
ओके यू वॉन्ट टू मेक समन एल्स अंडरस्टैंड आई गिव यू अ बुक आई गिव यू अ बुक आई गिव यू अ बुक वो पढ़ लीजिए दैट विल हेल्प यू बिकम वेरी इफेक्टिव इन योर प्रीचिंग आज का जो मैंने क्लास दिया उसी बुक से दिया वोट यू लाइक टू हैव दैट बुक ठीक है सो दिस इज रिटर्न बाई सॉरी Raga Gopinath Prabhu, I don't know, you know this person, people. He was here recently, Puncha Party. So they have worked together on this. Many, many people, they all go back. All these people have come together. Premier Prabhu is the author of the book. They have given, they have written a book by which even to a fool we can preach. And you don't have to do big big. Like today, body and soul ka. Kitna examples are. They are all from that book. That I don't know. Mera nahi hai picha. So I'll give you that book. Okay. So. Because I had this discussion with someone from Prabhupada. Right. So then, tell us what's that shape. So I could not make them understand. That's why I asked. Light is Brahman, na? Yeah. Ha, light is Brahman. So uh, from today, I, I understand that we will be revealed of our identity. Mm-hmm. But then they they asked, then what's the shape? Is it uh, human being? Is Soul it has a form. Animal? Shape, not form. Okay. They form. Okay. okay. Soul has got a form. Mm-hmm. In a spiritual form, we serve. Okay. We don't. We cannot serve the Lord in formlessness. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
Hare Rama, 